Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. What's happening, Z-Pack? It's your boy, ZDougMD. I'm live and direct out of Z-Office, and today I want to talk about the annual physical exam. So all of us know, you know, for healthy people, it's been a rite of passage if you're a healthcare provider or if you're a patient, this idea of every year you go see your caregiver and they do this series of uh, questions and physical exam moves, and often laboratory and diagnostic testing to try to see, even though you're presumably healthy, could there be something that could affect your health in the near future or in the long-term future? Could we prevent it? Could we catch something that we don't know that you have or something subtle? Could we educate you uh, on preventative stuff, give you immunizations and catch up with you? In other words, can we intervene in an episode in an episodic way in your life to actually help you be healthy. It seems to make intuitive sense that this would work. Unfortunately, when it has been looked at and what they've done is a a couple of meta-analyses where they've taken a bunch of trials looking at does this sort of um, periodic health evaluation actually affect any outcomes? And the answer is not that they can find. So it doesn't reduce mortality. It doesn't reduce morbidity, meaning sickness and ill effects from disease. What they did find is it does increase the amount of preventative screening and testing that's done, and it does reduce patient worry. And so here's the question. If we don't find evidence yet that it's actually saving lives or improving outcomes, it's reducing worry, it's getting preventative screening, should we be spending $5 billion a year, which is the guesstimate of what... Uh, insurers are charged for the annual uh, physical exam on something that doesn't really do anything beyond maybe reassure patients potentially inappropriately because if we just intervene in patients' lives episodically, we're actually missing the bigger picture. What are really their hopes, dreams, and fears? What's going on over a longer period of time? Are we actually improving the 90-odd percent of their lives that affect their health more than what happens in the walls of our clinic? You know, their lifestyle choices, Uh, obviously we can't change their genetics, their social connections, what they're doing, what they're putting in their body, nutrition, exercise, those kind of things. So we need to take a cold, hard look at this. And honestly, my feeling is, if you guys are are trying to to think, is this a good idea? First of all, think about the other costs of this exam before you think about, well, what are the potential benefits? 
What about the lost productivity from all the workers who take off that, you know, it's usually two hours because you have to wait, then you do the thing for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and then you have to go to the lab and get your testing. All that lost productivity of being away. Now, does it actually, is it actually worth it? Are you saving lives? Are you improving outcomes that matter to patients? The evidence so far is completely, don't think so. Now, we could do longer term studies to see, does the increase in preventative screening like mammography, colonoscopy, certain you know blood test screening, is it actually improving outcomes long term in terms of lives saved and mortality, morbidity improved? And you know, here's my take, guys. If you want my editorial on this, based on the studies that I've read, my own experience in this space, the annual physical exam head to toe with lab testing for healthy, well people is a disastrous waste of money. We shouldn't be focused on that. That's not to mean that we shouldn't be seeing our patients and doing exams and doing testing when appropriate. It's that our whole thinking is backwards. In our current system where we're paid to click boxes, right? A physical, annual physical exam is a way to get paid to do something that the insurance company will reimburse. Those visits for many patients and for many doctors are a tense, doctors looking at the computer the whole time, trying to fill in all the boxes, asking you a series of rapid fire uh, review of systems questions with you know 12 points in them that really it's a tense, rushed experience. Whereas most physicians and nurse practitioners and PAs and most patients, what they want, the big advantage of that annual physical, what it ought to be, at least in the old days, was you get to spend time with each other. You get to know your patient, you develop a relationship and trust with that patient. And by doing that, you actually create an environment where you're more likely to be able to educate and be heard on lifestyle issues, exercise, smoking cessation, required immunizations, both for adult and for children, debunking pseudoscience that's been learned on the internet. To do that, you have to develop a relationship. Now, can that relationship be an episode, a transactional episode of care, like the annual physical exam for healthy people? My feeling and my experience working with turntable health is absolutely not. At turntable, we didn't do any annual physicals. What we did was the first visit, we got to start to know this patient. And instead of an episode of care, we saw it as we're building a relationship. So we might start with a visit that lasts an hour where we actually really get into what are the motivations of this patient. And we may not be able to dig up everything in that visit. So then you have them back. Or if they're really busy and they're young and otherwise healthy, email, video chat, texting, Really, they come to a class in our facility. They, you know, they they deal with a health coach who figures out more uh, over time. And this relationship is what actually promotes wellness. We should shift from an episodic transactional model that's reimbursed currently by Medicare and insurance where we're really incentivized to do testing, we're incentivized to do procedures, and then those, see, here's the problem with the physical exam. If you start shotgun testing people every year who are well, you might find a false positive, you might find something that really never was gonna cause harm, but then you're obligated ethically and legally to, to, to continue to hunt it down, in which case you can cause harm, worry, anxiety, and death, not to mention exorbitant costs. And this is something that we in healthcare, because we're so conditioned to do stuff to people instead of necessarily for them, we have the blinders on. So we don't necessarily appreciate that this is going on. 
I was conditioned that the annual physical exam is our one chance to get that patient in the door and do a bunch of testing and catch stuff. Well, what if we're wrong? What if this ought to be a longer term relationship using different means and not just the doctor, but people like health coaches who can speak to the patient, have more bandwidth to talk over time, get them in different situations. And also, what if we listen to our patients and see what is actually on their mind and then focus on wellness, prevention, education, instead of a shotgun series of tests and a head-to-toe physical exam that is often overkill and you're going to end up chasing stuff that maybe isn't that important, that dumb thyroid nodule that didn't matter, et cetera. And it's impossible to know with that individual patient, but we know we do harm when we over-treat, over-diagnose, over-test. And what are we missing? This, the relationship. So I would advocate this. Let's go from the annual physical exam for well people to being paid to actually develop relationships. And some insurers are starting to do this. They're paying for wellness visits. They're, uh, uh, we're focusing more now on team-based approaches with health coaching, nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors, all working together in, in the interest of the patient in an educational way. We need to take back patient education from the WebMDs and the, the pseudoscientific faux celebrities out there who are um, victimizing patients with their minimal understanding and taking advantage of patient fears. And we need to do all that in a way where we're actually paid to do it instead of paid to click boxes in the electronic health uh, uh, record, which is just a glorified cash register. Let's go back to actually looking our patients in the eye, spending the necessary time area over the curve of their lives instead of these little episodes, right? And do it in a way that we're going to find is cost-effective, actually improves outcomes for patients that matter, and gets us deeply connected with the why of why we went into it, which is to form these deep, lasting relationships with our patients. Let's read some comments. Um, I can't imagine having a relationship uh, 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 wait a minute, where is it? Oh, that one disappeared. I can't imagine having to have a relationship with a doctor. I don't see the need and it really creeps me out. Elaine Mathis. So Elaine, for you, having a relationship like that with a doctor doesn't make sense, but what about a health coach? What about someone else on the team where if you have a question or a concern, you could ping them by email or by text and have that access and that trust in that relationship? It's not for everybody, but for many people, doctors are kind of intimidating. For many people, other people on the team might be a better contact point. That's what we did at Turntable right? And then the doctor got to practice really at the top of their license doing the stuff that only doctors could do. But they were also involved in deep relationships with patients. Uh, Kelly Church says, health promotion is what I want to do when I get my NP, but it's hard to get paid for it. I'm so excited about this. See, this is, so many of us went into it to promote wellness and health and form relationships. But honestly, guys, ask yourselves, is the annual physical as a practitioner, is it very satisfying for you? Often you're, and I've done so many of these, you're rushing through, right? Trying to click all the boxes so that you can basically cover all the bases. Not that those bases are what's important. We're measuring surrogate markers like blood pressure and cholesterol, but what are the real things that matter to patients? We have to have a partnership with our patients, a sort of shared decision-making. And in the context of the prescriptive, episodic, physical exam annually for healthy people, I don't think that can happen. You know, in the old days, maybe, but then there wasn't a lot we could do anyways to harm patients, but now it's very, very different. More comments. Um, yes, 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 says Mary Nelson. Um, amen. Uh, oh my gosh, a glorified cash register, Betty Lewis. Uh, that's what 
the EHR is, guys. Um, let's be honest. It's not there to help patients. It's there to help billing and compliance and the hospital comply. It's a health systems thing, not a caregiver or patient thing. Natasha Burdine says, that's the truth. I don't have a primary care doctor. I go every year to see a doctor for a yearly health checkups, but it's never the same person. Now, how is that good, Natasha? All you're going to do is get a bunch of testing done that probably doesn't help you. You're not forming a relationship with a doctor and a team that knows you. And we, we really focused on that. We didn't get it perfect at Turntable, but we focused on that relationship. That's what it was about. So guys, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to link to a Time Magazine article that was just came out today that kind of cites some of this stuff. And again, some of these studies are mixed. Like you could reduce worry. You could get more prevention screening ordered, but they don't look at the long-term harm of it. And if the harm outweighs the benefit, you really shouldn't do something or you should deploy it very specifically. Now, let's be careful. Young, healthy people, I think I'm right. Older, sick people with chronic disease, you need to see your care team regularly because those patients have much higher pretest probability of having illness, um, undiagnosed badness, etc. And so focusing on that population is very different, that Medicare uh, population, people with pre-existing disease, chronic disease. We're not talking about them. And in fact, there are some patients with chronic disease that need to be seen almost every week and very, very often. And there are patients with mental illness who have even psychosomatic chronic pain, uh, somatic symptoms in the body that are manifestations of, of mental processes. And the mind-body connection is so tight, having the capacity to see them often, 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 to just have the relationship to reassure them and to actually save money in the long run, that's what we ought to be paid to do, guys. And that's what health, this idea of health 3.0 is about. It's about emerging beyond the reductionism of click, 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 test, 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 episode of care transaction. That's not what it is. This is a relationship. A few more comments. Um, Doctors don't intimidate me one bit, says Georgia Abernathy. Well, that's a good, you're, you're right. They shouldn't intimidate you because we're idiots. Uh, my doctor just did $1,000 worth of labs for my annual and I'm healthy, Jennifer Marsalo. This is a great example. You can do a big panel of stuff. How much of it actually affects your life and outcomes beyond causing more testing to be done? Very, very little. And I think when we take a cold, hard look at what's important, we're gonna find a lot of this stuff doesn't actually do anything good. And we have to, look, we as care people, we as people in healthcare need to wake up and take the blinders off because we're right now we're paid to do this stuff, right? Not well, we're not well paid well to do it, but we're paid to do it. Until that changes, it is going to be our incentive to do that. And we're going to not listen when someone like me says, you know what, uh, this probably doesn't work. There's going to be a lot of pushback, right? But there's not one of us, I think, that doesn't feel like, wow, if I could just spend time with a patient, educate a patient, find a team that supported me. If I only had to do tests that I knew worked when I needed them, that'd be the best job in the world. And I wasn't so busy documenting, acting as my own damn court reporter, because that's what we do. We never ask lawyers to be their own court reporter. And yet, and yet, for doctors, this is our freaking life. For nurses, for nurse practitioners, for PAs, for pharmacists, this is what we do, not this anymore. Until that changes, my brothers and sisters, we are never gonna be able to build Health 3.0, but we know we're gonna change it because we are the tribe that will do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this. Hit follow, share this with your friends, spread the word. This is a show that is trying to give us a voice. And we out. Peace.
Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, Financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community really. And we support and love each other and share again through our own experience how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.